Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Today, we're going to talk about golf. Yeah, but not the traditional way. This is going to be a more interesting game of golf that happened for the second time in the city of Holyoke. This is the mini golf at the library. Yes, and it happened a year ago. If you missed it, now it is the chance for you to know about it and to be part of it as well. For this, we have today the person responsible of this interesting and fun concept. I want to welcome to Radio Plasma, Sandy Ward. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And well, let's let's talk about the mini golf at the library. So this is the second year. This is the second installment. And for the people who had the chance to enjoy it last year, it was a really great and fun experience. But how this idea came to be? Well, there are two parts to the story of how it came to be. Um, my understanding of how we brought it to Holyoke, but how it started in the form that we use it. But let's start the Holyoke part of the story first. I was elected president of the Friends of the Holyoke Public Library that previous summer, so a year and a half ago, um, for a one-year term. And we were faced, we always are trying to raise supplemental funds that can help support the library. So the question is, how do you raise those funds? And we'd had certain ways of doing it that had become customary, or you could say boring, or um, had worn out some of our volunteers. They'd already done that. And so I think my major role in bringing mini golf to the library, which I knew nothing of at that time, had no idea about it, my major role was canceling everything else that we had done previously, giving us a break and a space to consider what new ways we might like to um, support the library, something that would kind of re-energize the volunteers, something fresh that we'd like to try. Um, That led to, people were happy with that. That was a clear relief that we were going to turn a new page, try something different. And then there was an awkward two-month period. But Sandy, how are we going to raise the money? What are we going to do? And I refused to have any answers. I just said, what do you want to do? What could we do? What would have energy? Let's brainstorm. And we had one brainstorming meeting that generated 20 or 21 different ideas. As often happens, most ideas just had one champion. I was watching to see if there was a group that was, oh, yes, that's a good one. Let's and um, it, nothing was decided in that meeting. Within a few weeks after that, I went to a statewide meeting of a group called Massachusetts Friends of Libraries. They have a nice institution, Friends Sharing with Friends. And I sat and listened and took notes as Friends of the Library, leaders in other groups, bragged about how they had raised money and what they had done. Mm-hmm. And the first person who stood up to just said we did mini golf in the library and the next person said we had a dinner at a restaurant someone painted a painting of the town and we auctioned it off I mean the ideas came 
just that quickly. So I wrote down that mini golf in the library, but didn't have time to notice who said it, which library, how it works. I knew nothing still. And I came home with a list of about 20 ideas from them. So at the next meeting of the Friends of the Holyoke Public Library, this would be in the fall of 2015, um, we had our list of 20 and this other 20 that had come in from the outer world. And we considered them together. It was like, it was time for us to pick what we were going to do that year and get going on it. And one of the board members quickly identified mini golf in the library as something that sounded really interesting. And so we quickly investigated how, how does that make money? What is that? How does that work? And that would bring me to the other story of I discovered a very interesting story. I did a Google search in order to, I thought, identify which Massachusetts library had done this. I thought there'd probably be some clue there. Um, Instead of that, I found a story of two brothers in Connecticut who had been doing a fundraiser in their Connecticut public library. And they were successful. They raised more money than they thought with this. They hadn't set out to do mini golf. They were helping a sister library or companion in um, the South that had been impacted by the Katrina hurricane. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to do Katrina relief. They were trying to have a fundraiser in Connecticut to help a partner library or that had lost um, a lot of their resources. And so they were talking about it in the group as golf relief. And someone misheard, jumped on it as they were going to do a golf program, something with the golf. And and they said, no, it's golf relief, G-U-L-F. But that idea that, well, maybe we could, maybe it could be a mini golf and was, as far as I know, the beginning of what later became uh, an organized company, Library Mini Golf LLC. Who knew that there's such a company? Um, I think there was an in-between stage after their successful event, um, someone in a Massachusetts library had asked someone from that library in Connecticut to replicate it. Could you come and show us how you did it? You did a successful fundraiser. Could you come show us how to do the same thing? So after that trip, I think, is when the idea was born. I learned this off of their website. So it was delightful to hear about, it's really two brothers and some of their family members who Um, spend their weekends helping libraries raise funds. They bring the equipment, set it up, supervise it, and take it away afterwards. So for 24 hours, we transform the Holyoke Public Library into an 18-hole mini golf course. And we here at the Friends Group didn't have to make any decisions about renting the equipment or, you know, because the library mini golf fellows plan the we send them the floor plans of the library three months ahead of time. They work out the course, and then they help us with the details. And then how do you raise money? They had a whole page on their website about that. So I learned from that, and we picked the parts that we thought we could adapt here. And definitely that was a really successful event in terms at least of creating the awareness of the library as a space for so many things beyond just going there to look for books 
or for information or knowledge. In this case, it was a place to enjoy the space itself, to have a family time, to play a sport, but in a totally different setup. It was just a magical moment for the city, for the community to enjoy a day of mini golf at the library. It, it was it was magical. We had had some skepticism of how this would go, and as you say, it was a wonderful chance to kind of explore the architecture, to be there with your friends. Um, for people who have not yet visited the newly expanded Holyoke Public Library, and there were many people drawn in last year for this who it was their first time inside. They may have known the old building that hadn't changed a lot from 1902 up until 2011, 12, when the construction began. That is recognizable and is still there um, in large part, but there's a very different and new expansion on the chestnut sides of the property. And I like to describe it. There are two levels of the old building, three levels beside it of the new building, and those levels do not match and do not touch. They are spaced kind of irregularly, and they are brought together by a very innovative staircase that comes down sometimes half a floor or a third of a floor or two-thirds of a floor, connecting those levels as they seem to sort of float separately. Of course, there's an elevator that makes it accessible all the levels. Um, So it's quite intriguing. When we got let me say, the main key to raising money for the Friends of the Library so we can help the library with the mini golf is, as with a regular golf tournament, to find sponsors for each of the holes. Mm-hmm. So going to banks and going to businesses and saying, would you like to sponsor the 18th hole? or Would you like to sponsor hole number six? And in this case, one of the groups that we thought to approach, the architects who had designed this building. I wrote them a thank you note and said, I know you weren't planning a mini golf course, but thank you. You have created the most marvelous five-level mini golf course that anyone could imagine. And they responded by sponsoring the first hole up at the top, and it was just fun. And that is fantastic. And I remember uh, because I was lucky enough to be involved somehow in this and got to take some pictures of the library, but thinking towards the promotion and utilizing that golf ball as the main character for those pictures. And yes, it was fascinating to see the library from that point of view, just to admire the building, the old structure, the new structure, how both get together and not at the same time. This syncretism about culture and the times that are all concentrated in a single place. So that was a, a really rich experience. And I, I I would like to know what was the feedback that you got after this first mini golf event? Well, I would say the feedback, let's talk about sort of during because the feedback came quickly. I mean, several times I heard people saying, this is genius. Who thought of this? And I would refer to one of the brothers from this company, Rick Bolton or Russ Bolton. They were both there with us that weekend. And so I wanted them to hear the 
praise about the design of it because, as I said before, my, my role was to cancel out other things so we had space and time to do this. I'm not the inventor of the mini golf. So it was fun. People were just thanking us for this wonderful experience. Another quick reaction from many of the families, many of the people, was, when are you going to do this again? Which then we couldn't answer, but we quickly decided that we better call a second annual one and do it again in April. We chose the April timing as the, when we were back in that November of 2015, we were choosing it for the spring of 2016, knowing from the Library Mini Golf website that we needed about a three-month lead time to, to, get everything to, do, ready. to get ready and to get the sponsors. We looked at the calendar and said, aha, National Library Week comes in April. Why don't we do it in that week? That would make some sense. And then the National Library Week actually starts on the Sunday right after our mini golf day. Um, if we moved it to the following weekend, um, we start to get into the school vacation. We've, we thought it was good to be on the early side of it. So we, we precede by a day the National Library Week. But that, that was what often have liked to do things like maybe tours of the library during that week. And this had that effect, though people don't think they're coming for a tour of the library, but there are 18 spread out holes. And for some people who are regular library users, they might be regularly coming to the children's room or regularly coming to the computer room, or they go right around the corner to the new books and all the videos, but they might have ignored three other levels of the library. And this course led to some discoveries and surprises. We could see people, they would turn the corner and say, oh, I didn't, I didn't know you could see up here one of the sections of the old building. Oh, look at this view from here. And oh, you have all these books in Spanish, or you have these reference books that I hadn't thought about. You know, people were noticing things that they hadn't been standing in front of before. So it fits well with the mission of the Friends of the Library to promote the library, to bring people to the library. And so I think that was another part of it that I don't think we'd thought about quite so deliberately at the beginning. That's feedback. It was just nice. And, of course, this is a fundraiser. And in terms of that purpose, how successful the mini golf at the library was as an event for the library. As an event for the library, we cleared over, because there's a price that we do pay to the library mini golf. They have a fixed fee that this was another thing that attracted us to it. We do not pay a penny until a few weeks after we have had a successful event, and we can cancel at any time. It made it no risk for us. If a snowstorm or power outage or something caused us to cancel and we wouldn't be able to do the event, they would not have brought the equipment. We wouldn't owe them anything. It was no risk. So that we went into it feeling really blessed that this wonderful idea had fallen into our laps and we could go with it. Um, we, made, we cleared $6,100 last year. And that's just about the same, maybe a little bit more than we had made in our previous fundraiser the previous spring. I had hoped that we would make more than that. Um, some of the libraries that do this regularly reach 10,000, 20,000, and the, the website 
hypes that as you know you can make that much money. But I we're realistic. This is a smaller community than some of those other ones. This is Holyoke, and we needed to, uh, and we didn't follow all their instructions of. It, it would take it would take a larger team of people doing the soliciting, and you have to kind of build the idea to build it up. We'll see how we do this year, but we were very pleased, particularly pleased that at least it matched the level of the fundraising we'd done before, which was a lot of work, was outside of the library, was unrelated in itself, in its operation, to bringing people to the library. This is so integral to the library and was so much more fun. And as one of the, thing on feedback, one of the women who's been on the governing board of the Holyoke Public Library Corporation for a lot, she went by playing and just said, Sandy, I haven't had this much fun in years. So it wasn't just the little children who were clearly delighted. And the families who were happy to have it, it's free for the children under five. So there were a lot of young ones on the course. One of my friends from the senior center, who's in his 90s, enjoyed it. And he's been asking periodically, when are you doing that again? And he's looking forward to this week. We haven't really mentioned the dates. We're talking April 7th and 8th. We set up the course on Friday, April 7th after the library closes at 4 o'clock. So the library is a normal library with our usual services during the day. There might be a van unloading equipment. There might be a lot of things being staged in closets and corners. There might be the beginning of evidence of a coming golf course, but we try not to disturb the library on Friday at 4. Friday at 6.30, we open the doors for our swing into spring cocktail party and mini golf preview that the public can co- public 21 years and old can come to so we have from 4 p.m. to 6:30 to make this transformation. transformation according to the contract that we have with library mini golf we are to provide four to six helpers with good knees to work on crawling around and setting things up. And they translate that into that that probably means high school students. So we have a team of upward bound uh, high school students from Holyoke High School who helped us last year. We'll have a team this year for that setup. And that is how the two brothers who come don't have to do it all themselves. So this is a a real work of getting the community together in many different aspects because it is, like you mentioned, youth from Holyoke High, but also different business, different corporations, even, uh, to my understanding, elected officials being the sponsors for this event and supporting it. And of course, the people who attend to the event by being part of it, also contributing to the fundraiser. So this is an amazing work of community doing its part and making this a very unique and successful event. One part of it that I did not anticipate, I have learned so much about local businesses that I hadn't had occasion to interact with before. But when I have this task of knocking on doors, making gold calls and saying, would you like to promote your business by sponsoring a whole? And then we will 
thank our sponsors. We list them on the website. We thank them on Facebook. We thank them on our blog. We put a sign in the library. We do different things to let people know that this company or this group has sponsored a whole. It it was difficult sometimes to knock on a door. That's not something, asking for money. But I was... I was trying to give the gift of it could promote your business. In this way, one of the very wise things that I learned from the Library Mini Golf is how you price it. There's not a set pricing, but they have guidelines that you look at because businesses have usually have advertising budgets, have a certain mm-hmm. You look at the local weekly paper. You ask the paper what it costs for an ad that's about hand-sized, you know, like four inches by six or something like that. You, know, you, you just get a sense of the ad market that your library is living in. Mm-hmm. And so then if you're talking to a business that advertises every week in the paper, you're asking for one fifty-second of their advertising budget. But this act might be noticed a lot more by hundreds of families playing through than someone just flipping the page in the newspaper. If they only advertise twice a year, they still know what that cost is, and we're saying that maybe this would have more impact or maybe, you know. So it's, it's, the cost of sponsoring a whole is meant to be sort of reasonable in terms of an advertising budget. The, we worked also with the Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Holyoke Chamber of Commerce, and we got a lot of advice from Kathy Anderson, and um, they helped us um, with some publicity about the idea in the first place. And they were more optimistic than we were about what the price of the whole is. They And so we started out the first year with a slightly higher price. And we'd had a few early adopters who wanted, not knowing the price, wanted to have a whole. And when they heard the early knocking on doors didn't go so well, they went, oh, oh, no, that's too much. So we did a quick adjustment down a little bit, and we've kept it at that level. But we also, um, at the suggestion of the chamber, put in some very high ones. You know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to give us $1,000 or $2,000, you know, and be an event sponsor at a very high level, and we haven't had anyone take us up on that level. Maybe we'll get there, but that, that would be growth for the future with the event. But we're very, very pleased. As I said, I've learned about businesses that I had not known about before and um, it's had a real ripple effect it's it's that's been really fun so strong that it is happening for the second time and now it's gonna bring the opportunity for two sessions one for adults 21 plus on Friday and then the family event that is gonna be on Saturday what are the expectations what the community attending the event can expect for the second mini golf at the library? Well, I would think that on the, for the Friday night for the cocktail party, there's going to be good food as there was last year, catered by Brennan's. Pat Brennan donates the catering. That really helps, and it was delicious. And uh, there's a cash bar run by Brennan's staff, a very confident um, group. So that's a social event by itself. It's in the community room, the part of the library that can have food. And that would be like many cocktail parties that we've had past. But there's the invitation to 
for the time being, leave your food aside a little while and go upstairs and pick up the clubs, the putters, and see if you can move that ball efficiently from the little greens, which are like little Velcro, you know, little square that says number one, and move it along through whatever obstacles are there and get it into the hole. I want to reassure people who love libraries that we are not drilling holes in the floor of the library, of course. The holes involve a little ramp up onto a plywood thing that's covered with a little bit of fabric, and there's a cup in there that the ball goes into. So we're not doing any damage to the library. It's all a temporary. In fact, there's a practice hole there now in the children's room, and uh, we're just about setting up the signage to draw attention to it so that if you talk to the children's librarians, they know where the putters are and could let you practice with the hole. Which is another great thing to know is the fact by creating this event, the library itself doesn't get affected at all in its operations or structure or nothing that compromises its integrity. And this is another great thing. You can have the library transform into a unique space for golf, and then after that, it goes back to be the library exactly as you remember it before this happening. Well, I'll add to that that I had expected when I first learned about this that, of course, we would choose a day that the library is closed. You wouldn't try to have library services and mini-golf mixed together, and the library Mini golf fellows said, no, it's far better to have the library open as usual for at least minimal, some limited services. So on the day of the Saturday of April 8th, the library opens at 8.30 in the morning. The mini golf will start at 9.30. The last tee off of the mini golf will be at 3.30. That's so we can play through. And then the library closes at 4. So from 8.30 to 4, the usual Saturday hours of the Holyoke Public Library, the circulation desk will be in regular operation, and you can bring back your books and return them. You can check out books. You can check out the videos. You can The new book section is not impacted. You can go back there and browse. The newspaper reading and uh, magazine reading section is not impacted. The computer room is not involved. The history room is closed on Saturday, so we don't so we don't go to actually all the parts of the library. So there's a certain amount of normalcy, but you would have to put as a library reader user, you would have to put up with a certain amount of hilarity, laughter, an occasional ball bouncing against hard things, and you know, thump thump thump. Oh, I should mention the course. Of course, involves with five levels. Four staircases. Which are part of the, of part the of obstacles the course. and the course. The course. Yes. Um, rain gutters or PVC pipe segments are used to bring the ball safely down the stairs. So while children are coming down to follow where the ball goes, where, where is it going to emerge at the bottom? Other people can be climbing the stairs to go find a book to check it out. So it's an odd mixture. I was very pleased with the way it worked. And I think it probably works so that a family comes, there may be some in the family who don't care as much about the mini golf and they can go about some other research some other or whatever. Activities. Right. They can work on their 
resume or something in the computer room and while the rest of the family plays with the golf. I think it also worked at some people who didn't even know as many golf. They're just coming to the library. They might decide to stay a little longer and pay for the mini golf. I should mention it's only $5 for adults to play and $3 for the ages 5 to 12 and free for under 5. So it's it's a modest. We're not... That's not the big part of the fundraising. The fundraising is through the advance sponsorships. So the mini golf at the library is happening. The cocktails edition is going to happen on Friday, April 7th. Right. And I should add, there's also a silent auction as part of that Friday event, which is another other businesses that aren't sponsoring holes will be thanked as donating various special things for the auction. And uh, we haven't revealed what those are yet. We'll, we'll begin to put those on the website. So you got to be there you, as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then the main event, the mini goal for all the family is on Saturday, April 8th, since 9.30 a.m. until 3.30 p.m. So it is a great day to have fun at the library. Keep exploring and discovering the magic of a place that has so much beyond books. Is again, another approach to the Holyoke Public Library, knowing that it's a space that is open, that is welcoming, that is diverse, that has so much to offer, and we have so much to do in there. And this second mini golf at the library, it is just proof of this. Right. I hope people will come and have fun and enjoy the humor of some of the obstacles that are there. Um, we had... Uh, our state representative, Aaron Vega, as a sponsor last year, and again this year. Last year, he brought a very big, thick printout of the Massachusetts budget and had it on the floor. We had to play around the budget as an obstacle. Many people really enjoyed that idea. There may be other surprises that come. We had Reliable Computer is coming back again. Mm-hmm. They had all sorts of computer parts people laughing at the they had a, a laptop without a top with a sign on it that said this is a half top so the, so there are many other f- humorous and fun parts of it where people have been, I love the creativity that has emerged as people decorate their holes and so Sandy definitely even though you mentioned you are not the creator or the inventor of the mini golf at the library but all of this has happened because of your effort and your commitment which it created something magical, something unique for the city of Holyoke. And I believe I am among many that are thankful for that because you are helping to bring the community together and also to make the library a place that it is welcoming, diverse, and fun. Thank you. It really has been quite an adventure for all of us in doing this. And um, I'm sorry, I had time to name the. I have committee working with me this year. We're, we're trying to grow it so that more people will handle different parts of it, and then it can get larger. Something else would you like to add? Oh, do, do come. Well, you can come. Any, don't wait for mini golf. You come anytime to the library. <laughs> and come join the Friends of the Library. We'll soon be in the season of looking for new people to be on the board for the coming year. And uh, we welcome members. Uh, we are a separate uh, nonprofit organization that supports the library. You can join for as low as $10 a year membership and join at any time. And 
than come to our meetings and help with something like this. We do other things. With the funds that we raised last year, and we have supported children's room services, when the teen librarian who you interviewed recently was hired last May, she had some ideas for summer programs to start immediately that hadn't been built into the budget of the regular library. That's a perfect example of exactly what the friends, she came to the friends, we immediately approved the funds so that she could go off and buy some of the games and supplies and things that she wanted to have to engage teenagers during the summer. And she's had a very successful, we've bought some films. We also have been helping, we reimburse the library for some of things like Ancestry.com, which costs $2,000 a year, to have a library subscription there so that everyone coming in can have free access to that very valuable genealogical historical database um, and other things like that. The library buys them, but we give the equivalent amount to the library. So that's, you know, where does the money go? It ultimately goes to the library, but through the mechanism of this separate nonprofit. And so if you, people want to be part of that, we would welcome new members. Well, Sandy, thank you so much for all this effort for Thank creating you, a mini golf and also for sharing all these stories here with us at the at the podcast. And thank you for your uh, your work on the graphics so the the Spanish version of the flyer still carries the, one of the wonderful photos you took last year. Well, this is the mini golf at the library happening on this year 2017 on Friday, April 7th and Saturday, April 8th. I believe this is going to be just one of many more to happen, so Don't miss it and stay tuned. So this is all the time we have today for our edition of the Radio Plasma podcast. I want to thank Sandy War for being here with us today. And this episode was produced at the Plasma Media Lab at the Gandhara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Massachusetts. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.